And welcome back as we talk Baylor baseball on this Monday. We're joined by Baylor baseball assistant Jim Blair. Uh, number one, it's great to visit with you. It's always good to see you. I'm coming over to your place to uh, record the interview. Love coming to the Baylor ballpark, and there's some more uh, things going on outside the ballpark like there are inside the ballpark. Yeah, no, uh, definitely appreciate you uh, having me on and giving me an opportunity to talk to you a little bit today, and uh, excited to be here for sure. Very good. About the weekend, Youngstown State, uh, split of four games over the weekend. How did you feel about the way the team played and progressed this weekend? Uh, there were some things that we that we're improving on um, as you look at the weekend and you know in the rearview mirror. You know, you, we could have gotten out of there with all four of those games and you know had opportunities to win all four and and then certainly you know the, the they could have completely gone the other way as well so you know you get out of there with the split um obviously bouncing back on saturday after the friday night game and getting a win was big had an opportunity to take the second one as well and then you know and then coming back on Sunday after losing the the second one on Saturday and being able to bounce back and get another win i think is um is a good sign that we've got some fight in the last, I think, in the last six or seven opportunities that we've had in those games. Um, considering where we've been from a record standpoint, we've actually, you know, we've been the first team to score in most of those games. So I think our guys are ready to play. Uh, we're just, you know, continuing to work hard to piece everything together and, and find a little more consistency. Friday uh, had to been tough. I mean, you guys looking for a win, needing a win, and to lose it like you did on Friday, that's tough. Yeah, you know, that's that's baseball. Um, you know, you've had games that go that way. Uh, I don't think we were necessarily at our best offensively. I think we had opportunities to score more runs throughout the course of that game. But you know that's 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 the beautiful thing about baseball. It's there's no there's no clock that's running. Um, you've got to get the other team out 27 times, and and so when you have opportunities to extend leads, you've got to take advantage of that because you never know how it's going to end up in the end and when the other team's going to get hot and get some traffic out on the bases. So definitely disappointing, but proud of our guys for bouncing back on Saturday and finding a way to get that first one. Good. Let me ask you about a couple guys seem to be going pretty well. Uh, Colby Branch, a freshman. Uh, I think 12-game on-base streak now coming out of the weekend. Tell me about him. Well, if you haven't uh, if you haven't been out to the ballpark to watch us play this year, I think he is worth the price of admission by himself. Um, he's a very exciting player, ultra competitive. Um, you know where he's at right now as a freshman. Just his level of competitiveness and knowledge of the game and his ability to execute, he's he's very exciting to watch. Uh, I enjoy watching him play. You know, even as a coach, you're kind of sitting there watching, you know, um, the fundamentals of the game and kind of how the team's executing. Uh, he's really easy just to sit back and kind of watch him go about his business. It's actually been really impressive what he's done so far. Yeah, fun. Uh, it's one of the young guys you've got on the roster. Fun to see him. It'd be fun to watch him grow and develop. Uh, how about Kobe Andrade uh, playing really well, it seems, and he's just an extra base mach hit machine, isn't he? Yeah, he's really put a lot of those together. He's he's a pretty dynamic player. You know, he's we've obviously used him on the mound, um, hitting in the you know the top of the order for. Us. He's he's got a pretty dynamic swing, I think. Like a lot of our other guys, you know, considering the amount of it, you know, the little experience we have out there, the more experience he gets, the better he's going to be. The fact that he's got I don't know eight or nine extra base hits at this point of the season really speaks to his ability level. Yeah. I think when he starts to become more consistent, he'll start finding more hits here and there and kind of put his whole package together. 
Pitching-wise, a really good start for Blake Helton on Friday night. Yeah, Blake did a great job, you know, bouncing back after the last couple weeks and giving us an opportunity to win. Um, Really filled up the strike zone. I thought his stuff definitely played up compared compared to where it had been the first two weeks, which is, you know, typical early in the season. You don't know where guys are going to be until they get their feet under them through about week five or six. But he definitely competed well and and gave us an opportunity and held them down for a while. So he was it was good to see him do what he did, and um, that was a step forward for him for sure. Good. Well, and what's the number with your pitchers? Nine of thirteen games. I may have that wrong. Uh, double digit strikeouts. You had thirteen strikeouts on Sunday. Yeah. No. Those guys. I think strikeouts are always indicative of ability level. You know, when you have guys that can punch guys out, they've got uh, really good stuff. And and you know, when that's happening, it. It, it it can be good and bad. It's it's good. You know, your defense has to make less plays, uh, but they're having less opportunities to make plays. So sometimes it's tough to stay in rhythm as a defensive player. Um, the issue with that is if you're striking out a bunch of guys and then you walk one one or two here, then then the defense tends to get on their heels. Um, but I'll tell you, you know, having done pitching in the past, I'll, I'll take a staff that can punch people out any day of the week. So Yeah, a lot of pluses there. I think it was mixing my numbers uh, that Max Calderon gave me. I think Andrade has uh, nine of his 13 hits are double digit or uh, extra base hits. So that's what that was. You uh, you did some numbers. I think you, you uh, get credit for running these numbers after the UTSA game last Tuesday. Uh, share with everybody just numbers that kind of show the the uh, at bats uh, for your players compared to the teams you've played so far yeah it wasn't you know anything intentional but you know Tuesday's game of course I had I had coached there and uh, there were only two players left on that team that I had actually recruited. One was their center fielder, Sir Dashney, and one was their second baseman, uh, Leighton Barry. Both are very good players. But as I'm sitting there looking at them, like, you know, both those guys are 23 years old. I recruited those guys back in 2017. So I started looking at, like, in the state of college baseball today because of COVID years and what have you, uh, it was the same situation at Duke um, where five of their hitters in their lineup were either seniors or graduate students. So you're talking about 22- and 23-year-old men. So I went back and looked at, you know, our opponents compared to we are because we know we're a young team. And, you know, on that lineup on Tuesday night, we had about 250 returning at-bats in our lineup combine everybody in the lineup and then I went back and looked at Duke and they had about 1700 at bats in their lineup and uh, Central Michigan had about 1500 and UTSA had about 1800 and so I put those numbers together for coach just so we have perspective Um, not an excuse or anything but trying to remind ourselves of the development of the players and and growing the kids that we have in our program like look our average age in the lineup is 20 most of the opponents we're playing it's 22 they've got more experience we're we're in the initial parts of this we've got to work to really develop them um, and just kind of put it like I said it's not an excuse but it is reality so we need to make our decisions on how we're going to develop based on the information we have and, and what the reality of the situation is so but every day we go out there you know Kobe Branch starts to get more and more at bats in two weeks Kobe Branch will have more at bats than most college freshmen will throughout the country this whole year mm-hmm. so that is a huge advantage for us um, you know and he won't be like a freshman anymore he'll essentially be kind of a sophomore 
And so, um, you know, it's just perspective for, for where we're at right now as a program. Yeah, really good information and good for all of us to know and the fans to keep in mind. I, I think uh, the fans are there, man. It was really good crowds this weekend at Baylor Ballpark. Yeah, no, I, you know, I haven't uh, – uh, being in the other dugout, you know, one or two times a year, you you don't really get a sense of what the actual crowd is. But the support that we've had and uh, those that have been out there um, has been much appreciated. And it was a great weekend. You know, the weather was perfect for it. And, and you know, Saturday was a long day and having 18 innings of play. But uh, a lot of people stayed the entire, the entire time. And so we're appreciative of the people that are there. I, you know, I just – this team's young. I would um, – you know, I, I go back to Branch, and there's a lot of great young players in our um, – what Zach Mazok did on Saturday. You know, he had a huge, huge home run for us. And some good young players that are going to be in this uniform for a long time, I think they're, they're, they're worth getting a look at for sure. Really cool. All right, look ahead. Uh, Dallas Baptist coming in tomorrow. Mercer for a three-game series this weekend. This long homestand continues. What do you see uh, for those teams coming in this week? Yeah, I mean, both those teams, you know, DBU, I know, had a had a tough weekend, but they played a very good opponent in Southern Miss. Um, but DBU obviously is, um, you know, a perennial uh, top-end college baseball team in the country. And so and they're experienced and they'll be talented. So and they're going to be looking to bounce back as well. So we know that'll be um, – that game will be a, a tough game and we look forward to that opportunity. And then Mercer, uh, I believe, is 9-3 and three or 9-4. and four. So they've, they've won quite a few games in a row here in the last week and a half. So – uh, don't know much about them. I've never seen them. I will obviously get on the scouting report probably starting Wednesday morning and, and, and get all of our stuff together and kind of figure out more about them. But definitely two teams that are going to, you know, be challenging. But that's that's honestly what we need to continue to have as a high-level competition. We can kind of figure out and learn and, and continue to get better ourselves. Really good. Thanks for the visit, and good luck moving forward. Appreciate it, John. Thank you.